this is Coach's Chat, and I'm Betsy Foster. You are in for some thoughtful conversations with fitness industry professionals, musings on current topics in the wellness field, and actionable advice for building a thriving career as a fitness professional. At Foster Strength, my mission is to lead and educate colleagues in the fitness industry to deliver client-centered coaching that gets clients real results built on sound scientific principles, encourages them to build a long and fulfilling relationship with exercise, and disrupts toxic fitness culture to foster an inclusive industry. Let's get going. Hey, hey, welcome back to another episode of Coaches Chat. Betsy Foster here. So excited to be talking to you today. Today, we are talking all about your unique coaching identity and how that can transform your personal training business, i.e. get you the clients that you want to work with and bring you a lot of fulfillment joy, success, and turn what seems like a very challenging uh, long haul of a career into something that is super sustainable. So I'm coming off the heels of this Level Up free programming course I offered. It was such a treat to have a ton of people in who come are coming from lots of different backgrounds, lots of different levels of experience to focus on their programming. And as I talk about in the course, Programming is just one aspect of a successful personal training career. You know, if you were to put the um, core competencies of the training job on a piece of paper, programming, being a, a good programmer, is just one of those things. Um, and so we dove into that, and it can really be something people specialize in. It serves to direct the um, the action toward individuals' goals, but I always kind of remind people that, it, that there's more to it. But we did start with this conversation about unique coaching identity because I don't think you can look at any aspect of personal training, uh, job competency, programming, movement coaching, um, cueing, communication, Uh, assessment, all of those things, you can't look at any of that without this concept of unique coaching identity. It's something that I sort of hammer home. What do I mean by this? Well, I think what happens for a lot of younger, newer coaches coming in to a training career, they are stressing out about doing it right. Um, I don't know if you've been there before, but maybe you have this kind of concept of the ideal personal trainer. They have these kind of certifications. That's always sort of like what people start with. I don't know how many times I have to hear somebody say like, well, I got to get this cert for people to take me seriously. Oof. They'll take you seriously if you take yourself seriously. Goodness gracious. Anyway, uh, (laughs) that's just a little snippet here, but, and, and I understand why you have, 
have been led to believe that because one, it's like good for making money. And two, we are always sort of feeling like, what are the things that we need to master in order to finally feel competent enough, finally feel confident enough to do our best work? And that's, that's a good, you know, question to ask, certainly, but it's not always certification. So, so going back to this like younger, newer trainer thinks they need these certifications. They need to have this many clients. They need to, um, train in this way. They need people to think this, they need to look like this, like a long list of things. When ultimately I believe it is more our differences or our uniqueness that helps us to create our ideal business. So everyone is coming to their coaching experience from a different path, but we love to squeeze in to this like, I don't know, really tight box of what what is the ideal? And we try to sort of become training robots versus human beings who are interacting with human beings. So what are some things that make up our unique coaching experience? One, our lived experiences, who we are as people. You know, our, our, um, the way we were raised, the places we've lived. We can't um, ignore like gender identity, gender expression, race, um, socioeconomic status, all of these things that sort of are a part of who you are add and (laughs) add is like, I don't mean to say like your struggles are what make you a good personal trainer. But I, what I do mean to say is that they they make you, you and you in turn are what's going to make you a good personal trainer. So you are going to be able to bring your perspective, your experiences to training. So you've got these like, you know, prerequisites, these, these things that are just like, that's not the right word. Uh, you've got these, um, these knowables, uh, these things about you that are just known, as well as you have all of the experiences that brought you to exercise and brought you to training in general. That helps to bring your unique coaching identity. So some people are coming from a very athletic background. Some people are coming from a rehab background. So many trainers you hear like had an injury and they um, as an athlete and they want to learn how to strength train better, or, you know, that's some, a lot of PT origin stories too. Um, you've got people who have had, you know, big fitness journeys. So whether that be a body transformation sort of thing, or simply a, um, a rediscovery of self and strength that came with adopting a resistance training program. And now that is what like led you to be a part of, to, to seek out training as the career you were going to, um, take on. And, and that's kind of reductive. I'm just like saying a few options. There are so many really varied, rich stories that are coming from people, um, all about what sort of brought them to 
training. There are unique qualities about the way you look at the world, the way you focus on tasks, the way you communicate, the way you listen. You know, we all want to like uh, grow our skills in a lot of different areas, but there are some things that are unique to you that will attract a certain kind of client, a client who resonates with your message, who resonates with what it is that you do so well and um, what kind of energy and uh, just general kind of feel you bring to a personal training session. And what is great in that unique coaching identity is it as much finds you your ideal clients as separates you from the folks who are just not going to be a good fit. The more we begin to try to be that robot, try to be that ideal, we take on folks who are not a good fit, who drain our energy, who don't relate to our lived experiences, who um, who we always are sort of missing the mark with or miscommunicating with despite our best efforts, and who are looking for some other kind of coach. They need somebody different with a different energy, with a different capacity to deal with whatever it is that they will will motivate them or will um, help them adhere to their program or will help them be heard. And when we try to be that like um, robot version, that ideal trainer, we take on those folks and that's when this becomes unsustainable because you're miserable all the time because you're helping people that it's just not a right fit. And that's a shame. It's uh, like a huge bummer um, to be discouraged because what what's holding you back is your propensity for blending in versus standing out. And I know that's hard when you're first starting out to, to want to stand out because you are just trying to sort of um, get from day to day. And I'm not saying that tomorrow you have to get out in front of a big stage and and be your own original you. And um, it doesn't always mean being louder. It simply means being more authentic. And I know authentic is also a word that we kind of, that's kind of overused. But one of the ways that I have found greater authenticity is really prioritizing certain values and then trying to align with them with every decision I make. Um, And maybe I'll do an episode a little bit about that, talking about that sometime. Um, And there are some really good resources on that. But this is all to say that your differences, your uniqueness is truly what is going to unlock the success of gaining clients, retaining clients, and maintaining a financially secure job for the long term. This can feel hard at the beginning because you need to amass a certain level of skill for you to even feel sort of confident and comfortable. But what I would encourage you to do is not wait to feel good to start making bolder, more you decisions. Instead, what I'm going to suggest you do 
is do these kinds of things simultaneously. So I want you to learn and do at the same time. I want you to be still focusing on programming, still focusing on coaching, cueing, uh, communication. I want you to do all of that. I'm not encouraging you not. I, fa- I In fact, I probably think you need it. And um, I'm working specifically with newer trainers, folks who have maybe been training for less than two years or 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 who are thinking about getting into training. But I will say that I know people who are farther along in their journey who need all the skills I'm teaching. And so um, the next episode I'm going to do is sort of an audit of skills and competencies um, so that you can have a better idea of like maybe where your missing links are, where you're sort of falling short, what things you're doing really well already, but what things you need to work on. So I'm not saying don't learn new things. I'm not saying don't work hard. But what I'm saying is learn these things at the same time that you show up as yourself every single day, that you show up as the version of you that is most true to who you are. And yes, you'll um, still do all of the job tasks that are a part of a successful personal trainer or coach, but you are doing it through your unique lens. In that, you send signals to the folks who are gonna be the right fit for you, that you're there, that you are the version of a trainer or coach that they've been looking for. And you get to stop worrying about whether or not it's going to shake out right and if things are going to work because you know that you're just being who you are. I want you to imagine um, yourself, and, and maybe this isn't you, but I want to wrap up with this. I want you to imagine yourself as a vulnerable version of yourself on a fitness journey. Maybe that was like 10 years ago, 20 years ago, maybe just a year or two ago. I want you to picture this most vulnerable version of yourself who did not think that they would be able to do X, Y, or Z. Maybe it was you didn't think that you would be able to um, stay consistent. Maybe it's that you didn't think you'd be able to reach that strength goal. Maybe it is that you didn't think you'd be able to make that body composition change, whatever it may be. I want you to think about the trainer that you would have needed in that moment. I want you to think like really hard about it because I'm I'm going to guess that it isn't always going to have been that uh, quintessential idea of perfection or that idea of the gold standard. Because what are standards? In some ways, we're just sort of creating them because that's what we've seen before. But there's probably a standard spectrum. There's probably a spectrum of great trainers, some of which are um, more nuanced in how they talk to you about certain topics, some who are more patient, some who are more drivers, some who are more uh, akin to a an athletic coach. You, wherever you were, probably needed a few of those different things, but maybe not all of them. 
And maybe that ideal trainer that could have helped you reach your goal wasn't available because it didn't fit the exact mold of what you thought a trainer was supposed to, what the gym thought a trainer was supposed to be or wherever you were. Maybe you didn't ever take those steps to reaching that goal because you never saw someone in a trainer or coach role that made you feel comfortable, safe, um, like ready and able to take this sort of vulnerable risk. So when you're stressing out about reaching this standard, or you feel like you have to be this training robot, I want you to think about those folks who haven't sought out training because they don't know that there's somebody who's ready to meet them where they are. Your unique coaching identity, whatever that may be, is going to provide safe harbor and... Um, and a bridge to accessing some of these really challenging fitness elements for somebody that you don't even know yet. You don't even know this person needs you, but they need you specifically. So learn all the things, get good at all the things, but don't ever, ever, ever limit yourself and hold yourself back because you are afraid to be who you are. Somebody needs that. I promise somebody needs that. All right, I'm going to keep this short today. I guess this is as short as I'm going to keep it. We talk a lot about the unique coaching identity and how to sort of um, better identify your own, how to be more authentic in it, how to step into it more. And then we use it as a way of kind of addressing each and every um, technical skill element of personal training in the foster strength fitness career mentorship. Um, this episode is going to drop on Monday, the 21st. And on that next Tuesday, February 22nd, the mentorship is going to open for registration. We start the whole mentorship on the 28th. I have not made that big announcement on Instagram, but if you're listening to this, you're getting in. So check out the, the. it's going to drop tomorrow. You can check it out on Instagram um, and it'll have all the stuff. But if you're not on my email list, hop on my email list, bfosterstrong.com. Um, I'm going to send out an email about it too, to my whole list tomorrow. Uh, and we take, we take this, what I think is like the pinnacle, the most important thing of um, how you will show up as a trainer and we use it as the lens to approach all of these skills. I'm so excited about this program. I'm like, we just got to get through this week of sign up and launching so that we can actually get into it because I'm ready to get into it. So if you got questions or you want to just chat with me, uh, Betsy at bfosterstrong.com or I'm always on my Instagram DMs at foster underscore strength. Go be you, do great things and let's connect. All right, until next time, bye.